and welcome to the Under the Bus podcast. I am Clayton, this time joined by Merge. Merge, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It does not feel like the draft is tomorrow, but the draft is tomorrow. No. <laughs> I, it's only I, our, our most favorite time of the, of the, of the NBA season, you know, the, the draft. Yeah, I, oh my word, freaking, freaking barrage just dis- destroying the beginning of the podcast. Um, <laughs> that, that'll that be a discussion discussion for later. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. He he totally threw me off. Um. Anyways, this is this. It definitely does not feel like um, it is already the NBA draft. As I said on the previous podcast with Alan and Nas, um, I was planning on taking last week to um prepare myself. You know, just dive into dr- NBA draft. Um. Yeah. You know, with end of school. I was just too busy with that. And then last week I was going to, and then as I said in the previous podcast, my wife had our third baby, um, little boy. So, um, did not get to do that. Um, was obviously more focused on him. So I'm playing catch up. Um, even in the time between um, the last podcast and this podcast, I've been trying to look more into stuff. I've fallen for Kobe Bufkin even harder. Um, (laughs) It's it's quite something, but um yeah, merge and I finally back. Um, hoping that we can uh, be able to talk quite a bit more. Um, coming up, you know, we have the the draft obviously tomorrow. Um, we might do if free agency. You know, all all these different things. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Merge the Lakers yes. have picked seventeen and forty-seven with um, Nas and Allen. We kind of focus mainly on seventeen. We can talk a little bit about forty-seven mm-hmm. um, in a bit. But seventeen, the highest pick the Lakers have had in quite some time. Um, yeah, it's the highest. It has to be the highest lottery pick, non-lotto pick they've had in a long time. Yeah, I mean, other than Lonzo at two, I think this is the highest that they got to keep. Because they had right. they, they had the one that ended up being um, DeAndre Hunter, and then it was traded to the Pelicans and the AD trade. Um, yes. So there there is all of that, but uh, this is yes the highest pick since then. Pretty pretty good for the Lakers. It's a nice little asset. We will see how it goes. Um, I'm excited to continue to talk um, prospects. So merge. Let's yes. go with your top three real quick. And just overall? Yeah, just of 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 the Lakers at 17. Lakers at 17. So assuming no trade-ups, assuming no trade-downs, uh, I think my top three would go as follows. Oh, man, I'm, try- I'm trying to decide if Kaysen Wallace is, is a guy who I'm not considering that a trade-up guy. You know, Kaysen, I've been a big Kaysen Wallace guy. Um I if you're a Kentucky point guard, I I will be a big fan of you because I know how good you'll be on the on the other side. Uh, that's essentially what I am for that. Um, and Kaysen's been in that sort of fifteen to nineteen range, a decent amount over the last month or so. Um, so it's not out of the realm possibility. It's probably like probably a 50-50 shot that he's in that sort of range anyway. So I'm gonna I'm gonna include Kaysen there. Um, but for guys who will very likely still be there. Um, uh, Leonard Miller, I mean, I don't know how he's kind of fallen the way he has. Uh, everything I've seen about him has been super positive, even as, like, there's no, like, character concerns, right? There's nothing like that. I mean, he's a 6'10". I mean, yeah, maybe he's a little small for a for a 6'10 guy, but, like, so six, like 215 is not horrible, you know? He was the best prospect in, in the G League at night. I know, you know, I know uh, Scoot is Scoot, obviously, but he also didn't play too much Scoot. Um, but Leonard Miller, he played very consistently. He put up really good numbers. I think, like eight, I think he averages like 18 and 10 on some on some solid shooting. He's has like a 7 2, 7 3 wingspan, and he's a wing essentially. Um, yeah, I don't know what, why the hype, there's been no hype around him. I feel like there wasn't any hype at all. Like there wasn't even like, oh, maybe sort of hype. He's always been in that sort of 15 to 25 range. Well, there was, there was like for two days, it was like, oh, Leonard Miller's going top 10. 
like it's that's the combine when that yeah happened. yeah yeah you know he he did really well as he said played 38 games 17 points 10 rebounds um almost a block a game almost or, and a steal a game uh 53.7 from the field 30.4 percent from three and almost 80 percent um at the at the line um he's really good like defensively he's really good i'm gonna also find um i retweeted a little while ago about leonard miller um ah, it was the last thing i retweeted um from at barlow 500 i'm stunned leonard miller did not receive an invite to the nba draft green room that is really interesting um in my opinion miller mm -hmm. was the g league's best prospect at the end of the season season averaging 22 points 13 rebounds and 1.7 blocks per game in march on 64 58 90 shooting splits he averaged 7 17 and 10 over the course of the year he was a monster for for them so like it, the fact that he's sliding i don't quite understand it he he'll be 20 and there hasn't been like any murmurs like, about oh he has some injury issues or oh character concern like, there's been nothing like that it's really strange no i mean I think it's more that he is still raw. He doesn't have a ton of high-level basketball experience, as as Sam Vecini talked about. His jumper is a question, but like, if it's about being super raw, why is Bilal Koulibaly jumping top ten? Yeah, no, exactly. You know? I, like, I mean, like yeah. Anthony Anthony Black also, yeah, really good defensively. So was so was Leonard Miller, even though Miller at times obviously still struggled with some things, but like. Anthony Black couldn't shoot, mm -hmm. you know, and and I I have been saying for I don't know how long that if Anthony Black was to start sliding out of the top ten, I would trade up for him. Oh yeah, for sure. So like I just I guess I don't quite understand it either. It doesn't make a lot of sense. So um, those yeah. are your top two with Kaysen and Leonard Miller. Anyone else? Yeah, I think I'd probably lean someone like this is more so of like a like a, a prospect that I just enjoy. Um, Mainly because of his, he's a wing who has like he's like six seven with a massive wingspan. I, I'm just gonna go Ryan Rupert. I know it's too early for 17, oh, yeah. but he's kind of a guy who I could see. I can, I would understand kind of reaching on him. You know, mainly yeah. for the upside. He's already been a pretty he was a solid defender in he played in France, right? Is that or the Germany? Uh, New Zealand, I believe. Oh, New Zealand, right? Um, yeah. So he's um he's already a solid defender there he has some instinct it's kind of like a Bilal Koulibaly light ish in terms of like uh euro like played played overseas wing he's french though right i have no idea i didn't i don't generally read a lot of the backgrounds on players that doesn't generally interest me all that much right yeah he he is French. i think he played on the same team that um that our guy uh Who's like the guy that we had loved a couple a few years ago? He was like a D'Lo type. Uh, he he reminds a lot of D'Lo. Um, yes, he was. Ryan Rupert was was born in France. Yeah. Who who was that guy that we had, we had both liked? Uh, o Okobo, the Okobo. Oh yeah, yeah. Name? Okobo. I think, yes. I think that's the same team that he played on. Um, the, the Breakers. Mm-hmm. Either way, yeah. He, he's just a, 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 a guy I can. I would understand potentially reaching on him there. I know there hasn't been a ton of hype around him, but that would kind of be a guy because there's no one really else that I love who I who I like who isn't in that sort of like eleven to fifteen range who I think may fall, or who's like the Max Lewis isn't Colby Jones that we'll talk about in a second. Um, and I don't like Jordan Hawkins much. I don't like Jet Howard much. Um, I don't like like the, the, there's like there's some clowny hype. Nick Smith Jr. is interesting because of the pedigree yeah um so i would understand that as well especially with him having injury issues maybe he just never was able to settle in the injuries really messed with him that's why he played so bad um i, I think uh, county george sort of the same thing but he played a lot and he was kind of an inefficient scorer essentially mm -hmm. um and there's at least some excuse for nick smith not being great so i think like Nick Smith, I can talk myself into as well. Um, they're they're at seventeen, uh, but like the Jet Howard and the Jordan Hawkins and 
you know, stuff like that. I just don't love it. If the Lakers, if the Lakers draft him, I'm going to draft either of those two guys at 17. I'm going to trust the scouts. Obviously I'm not going to, we've done that many a time yeah. at this point on this podcast where we overreacted like outside of like uh, Mo Wagner really Every that was the, re- the reason. The reason why I freaked out so much about that also was I was in, I was in Italy when that happened, and man, yeah. was I so mad! So yeah, mad. oh man. So, so I think this kind of this kind of plays into why we both kind of think we should be trading it up or down, regardless, because it's just an awkward spot unless there there is a uh, people that we'll talk about in a second mm-hmm. who fall down the board. Um, so yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I I'm gonna go ahead and give my top five guys that could could potentially be there. They could all be gone at the same time. Yeah. Um, Derek Lively, I would be interested. A few a few weeks ago, I wasn't, but you know he's he is a a good defensive talent with burdening or burgeoning um offensive tools oh yeah yeah apparently he like shot the lights out during his like yeah. workout that was yeah. the word there yeah kobe buffkin as i said before i've just kind of fallen in love with um good defense it i i saw a thing and i even said it on the last podcast and it made uh nas grimace i said it, it's like a jordan pool that can def- actually defend mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. We don't like Jordan Poole. <laughs> I never liked him as a as a uh, prospect, and now just he's just kind of annoying to me. Um, but you know, Kobe Bufkin is that maybe you know maybe he doesn't get to that offensive level because last not this past year, but you know when the Warriors won, he was essentially a number one option capable mm-hmm. guy um maybe he doesn't maybe buffkin doesn't get there but i could see it because i don't think jordan Poole was all that much better when he was at michigan um but then with his defensive capabilities that's interesting so mm-hmm. that's uh two by uh balal Kulbali. um i really 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 like him mm-hmm. um there's super, crazy helium on right now yeah crazy helium raw. yeah he's probably going top 10 mm-hmm. um but, as high as like eight. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think of all the guys you'll mention, I think he is the, the most likely to go the highest. Yeah, I think he him and him and Kobe seem to be the ones getting a ton of ton of helium. But for Buffkin, I don't I'm not seeing it actually translate in anywhere like I'm actually seeing it, you know? Like it, a lot mm-hmm. of it's a lot of it's people like, oh, he's gonna go higher. It's going, he's going higher. Like I don't see him, you know, lasting past 12. He he could go as high as eight, but no one's actually providing anything to show that. Yeah, and, so and just... like eight, I mean, I think a Anthony Black or a um, or a JHS, who's another guy we can talk about. Uh, that's, you know what, I should have brought JHS up when we talk, talked about 17. I think yeah. he'd be like, I think of, of the three guys I brought up, I uh, it's – him or Kaysen, really, yeah. when it comes to those guys that I brought up. But, but yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't really see a way for Kobe to get into the top 10. I could see it for Derek Lively just because mm-hmm. they're second best big. Yeah, second best big. And there's literally no other real big until I guess Noah Clowney. And yeah. I'm not a Noah Clowney guy. Just I know he's athletic and he's pretty big, but like. I don't know. I'm not a fan. And then after that, it comes down to like Trace Jackson Davis, who's an old small ball big. And then yeah, James he, he's Najee, definitely a, a really good. He's a really good role player, probably in the future. But yeah, not yeah. like he, a kind of reminds me of um, um, just the size and everything of like uh, Michael Porter Jr.'s brother, um, who Jante. never had yeah, yeah. Jonte. Yeah, Jonte never. Boy. You know, R.I.P. but like, but uh. uh uh, Trace Jackson Davis, he's he's smart and everything, but um, yeah, those and then were and then like we said, Balal, he could be gone. I I we saw a report, um, I think from Fisher that the Spurs are trying to trade up into the lottery again and possibly with reuniting Victor with Balal, which would make some sense. Yeah. Um, 
And then I like Leonard Miller. I said it on the last podcast. I really enjoy him. And also then uh, Grady Dick. Those are my top five. There are guys. I need to watch more Case Wallace because it is the case of, of Coach Cal has no idea what he's doing when it comes to developing guys mm-hmm. um, or at least showcasing them. I would be happy with Jalen hood Um yeah. But then after, after those guys, you get to like Chris Murray, who – I'm not really for and Jordan Hawkins. He's more of a guy I'd be a lot happier getting in like like 21. Yeah, like after after those guys, then it it gets to like yeah, the Chris Murray, Jordan Hawkins, Bryson Tabal, who I am not touching Bryson Tabal until the second round. I had a conversation with a couple friends that were big Bryce guys. (laughs) I understand he is a quote unquote bucket getter. You know who also was a a bucket getter? Cam Thomas, and those two remind me a lot of each other just because that's all they can do. All they know how to do is get buckets. And that's great. You need that. Where is he going to play for the Lakers? You know? Yeah. Where well, Lakers he, need he, guys who can defend, can't defend. Or, or can shoot. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's a good shooter, but he can't defend. So, like, yeah. I just – and with a knee injury? No, thank you. I'm not touching him. Um, yeah. Jared, and like, he's at 235 as well. That's pretty big. Yeah, he's pretty six, big. Six, uh... <laughs> yeah, he would need to trim down quite a bit. Derek Whitehead – if you could tell me that that foot was good, I would be more interested, but I'm not because the foot is such a gamble. Um, I'd be fine. Like if Lakers got like 30 or something like, like yeah, about that, yeah. I'd be fine with it. And a, and a, a trade back. Yeah, thing. no, for sure. But like, I think yeah. he's, I think he's earmarked for, um, it's probably a weird term to, to put on a prospect. I think he's kind of penciled in, um, for, for Brooklyn, in my opinion. He he feels like an extremely Brooklyn player. Remember Isaiah Whitehead? Mm-hmm. He went to the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and I keep thinking of Isaiah Whitehead for whatever reason. Obviously the last yeah. name, but yeah, but like they they love those type of guys. Who is that? There was another guy who had like a really like bad injury history, but he, he was like a really good prospect. Um, that but he never like did anything really. I forgot what his name was, but I think it was a big. Um, but they they just like their like. Uh, they like their their high profile injured like guards uh in the in the draft like mm-hmm. Levert is another guy as well um but 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 yeah that I can definitely see Derby Whitehead as a yeah as a he's so man. he's so talented but with that foot having to be retouched up I don't I don't know if like it's worth the risk at that um it's worth mentioning um, I'm, 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 I'm gonna look it up right now. Who uh, who are clutch sports athletes? I know, um, Nick, is. I know, I know, and I believe Nick Smith is as well. Yes. Um, and that yeah. was another name I was gonna bring up. Nick Smith was a potential top five pick coming into the year. Was hurt and had some um, injuries this year. He also just did not perform well. Well, not a great defender. He's also kind of combo guardish, oh. where I don't. He's just also not the level of shooter as say like a Kobe Bufkin. Yeah. You know. So um Chris Livingston and Noah Clowney are also uh are also clutch sports athletes. Yeah. I I would hope that's not something that's really factored in. Just also kind of like Jet Howard, how you had mentioned that you wouldn't like. I wouldn't like him at at 17 either. He can shoot some. I don't think he's an elite shooter. Like some people have for some reason tried to make him out to be. He shot 36.8% from for, from the field uh the se- or from three point the season. 41, 37 essentially, and then 80 slash line. It's fine, but like he's not an elite shooter. He also has absolutely no idea how to defend the ball. Mm-hmm. It's just he has no idea what he is doing on defense. It's really bad. You would think his dad would have taught him better. Um, and this isn't yeah, like yeah, he, I, he, he this has isn't to be like a Grady Dick level level yeah. shooter, I think. When he isn't Grady Dick is yeah. by far the best shooter in this in this class. I agree, and I mean, like you could you could have Jordan Hawkins in the in that talk, not because of percentage wise, because Jordan Hawkins actually was not a great three point shooter, um, percentage wise. But like movements and and off of dribble handoffs and stuff like that, he was he was pretty solid. Grady Dick shot forty percent from three, um, but like 
for for Jet, he he just he's got so many negatives. And yeah, you have Phil Handy, but then you don't want to have Phil Handy having to work with half of your roster. You yeah. know? Yes. Yes. Um yes. and and not and not that he's not going to, but like you not like a rehab project because like Jet can't defend. Jet doesn't know how to rebound. At, Jet at, also he doesn't know how to rebound at like six skill eight. that like a Rui does. And why why yeah. why why Phil Handy wanted someone like Rui is because you can yeah. tell how skilled Rui Hachimura is. It's just he never was able, he didn't have the best development uh, in, in Washington. But if you look at like a, like a Jet Howard or Jordan Hawkins, they are probably what they're going to be in terms of just like skill level. Yeah, maybe they can, they can try harder on defense and yeah, maybe they can improve a little bit, um, a little more on their shooting. But like they don't really have a handle, they're not great passers. Yeah. Jet Howard, some people were trying to say that he was a really good passer and going over some of it, watching some and seeing what people were saying, it looked more of like that's just the system that Michigan ran. Yeah. So like it's not like advanced reads. It's just like this is where the guy is going to be. So pass on the ball because that's what the system says to do. You know? Yeah. So I'm not I'm not really in on Jet unless you trade back. Now, if you are to trade back, okay. A lot of those names open up, and I'm a lot more happy. Yes, you know? for sure. But like at 17, you know, I just I have a hard time with it. You know, if if of the five that I really liked and say, you know, they were all gone, but like Kaysen was there, or mm-hmm. Jalen, you know, are are there, or kind of kind of really after the top 16 on if you look at uh like Sam Bassini's big board after the top 16. To me, it feels like a pretty big dramatic drop off. Yes. Um. You know, Chris Murray, Jordan Hawkins, Bryson Sabal, Derek Whitehead, No Clowney, Nick Smith, and then you get into true like role players: Olivier, uh, Maxence Prosper, O uh, OMP, Jet Howard, Keontae George, Colby Jones. I know some people are really high on Colby Col- or on a Keontae George. I don't get it. Um, uh-huh. He's fine. He's just kind of like Nick Smith to me, and at the moment, I just don't really see the value in them. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, as we move on a little bit to just that late first sort of thing, I mean, we've talked about in terms of we think they they trade. I mean, we've we've seen a lot today on Twitter about Beasley in seventeen for. Royce O'Neal and 21. And I think of all the trades we've seen floating around over the last, first off, there's no chance layers are getting, even if I wanted Buddy and Miles Turner, there's no chance we're getting both. That will completely mess them up money wise and hard cap them. No chance they do that. Also, like, could they let like a Rui end up walking? Because I think Reed is like the most locked in of the two. Um, I, I think there's no chance. In I don't think either Austin one is. Well. I don't think. I don't think either of them are gone. It's like a hundred to like ninety nine. But I yeah. mean, if push came to shove, and they're getting both Turner and Heald, who have big contracts, you know, they're gonna really hard cap themselves. Now, yeah. if it's Buddy Heald and twenty six, then maybe we can we can start talking. But with both Turner and Buddy, that just won't happen. Yeah. Maybe it's one or the other. Both won't happen. But either way. Yeah. Of all, all of the potential trades we've seen online online the last couple of days, uh, and from the athletic and uh, Yovan Buha and 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 some other other places, um, I think that Royce O'Neal and twenty one for uh, for seventeen and and Beasley makes the most sense. Royce O'Neal is obvious. I think it's obvious. Royce is the one that they're lower on between Royce and uh, Dorian Finney Smith. Um, because obviously, apparently, they want like two firsts for for DFS. Um, he, he does have three years on his deal, so it makes a that, little bit more there, sense. There's also that, yeah. But Royce is inspiring. Uh-huh. Uh, so that makes the most sense. We've talked about it in the DM. We don't. I, we, there's no need to throw a second rounder in there unless you're getting one back. You know, like yeah. And, and I'm not even sure the pay, what the Pacers. Oh, sorry, the Pacers. Um, what the um the 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 Nets really have in that second round. Um. Like if you can give me like a like fifty four, I'm just giving a random number, but like a fifty, like fifty four, you know, and we give you forty seven. Yeah, forty seven, seventeen, and Beasley for twenty one, 
O'Neill and like 54 in that 50, that 50 to 55 in, range. Indiana, sure. Indiana has 55. Brooklyn has 51. Okay. So if, if, if you can do that, maybe we throw in a, a, a future second, whatever. Those are whatever to me at that point. Yeah. Future seconds mean nothing to me unless it's, uh, unless it's the current second. So yeah. Yeah. And you can always buy, buy a second in the future. Because so. also this, this is something that in this draft, I think you need to have two to three picks. Yes. For, yeah. for, for the Lakers. You are the only going, way you are I getting, would, you're getting really, if you're, if you're training for a Kobe Buffkin or, or a Grady Dick, then I get it. Yeah. But, but like, if you're not trading up, there's no point in really giving up the picks like that to get a, but even like, like a Gary Trent, who we both like, but like expiring yeah. deal. I'm not, you know? I, I, I have been one of the most vocal in the DMs about getting Gary Trent Jr. If it requires 17, I'm not doing it. I'm absolutely no. not. I, I understand like he would sign the extension when he gets here, blah, blah, blah. You're essentially then paying him twice, paying yep. for him twice, you know, because you are then now going to, he's now going to have leverage of you just tr traded your 17th pick for me, pay me. You know, like you're, you're, he's making 18 and a half million. You don't think he's going to ask for more. He's going to ask yeah. for more, which is, and, and he'll be in a much better position in terms of looking better on the Lakers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So exactly. you, if you can get, tell me, okay, we're signing to, to a four year extension immediately or three year extension, whatever. Cool. But yeah, it, but like, I, if, I, I don't see it happening. If, it would kind of have to be like, for me, it, I guess it's semantics of Toronto doing it, you know, and it's not more than 18 and a half million a year. And the reason why I say that is look at the Lakers right now. You have LeBron and you have AD who are both on mega contracts, deservedly so. But then now you have to pay Austin Reeves. You have to play, yep. pay Ruby Hachimura. And you Probably have to figure out, yeah, you're gonna have to figure out what you're doing with D'Lo. Yeah, you're going to have to either pay him or sign and trade him. You cannot let him walk. This was the whole argument I had about yeah. with Russ of you yes. had to trade him regardless. Not uh, it didn't matter if if it came out yeah. to be garbage. You had to trade him regardless because of the salary slot. You cannot lose that salary slot with losing D'Lo. You just flat out can't. You're going to screw yourself if you do that. Um, so that is five players now going to be making fifteen plus. Two of them yes. making thirty plus. I don't remember what AD it, and LeBron it, are making. They're probably forty plus off the top of my head. But it's why it's why you need multiple draft picks. Yeah, exactly. And it's why you like Palinka Rob. I'm begging you, sign him to a more than a two year deal. Whoever we get in the second round, oh god, I, I will lose my mind if we do this again. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, there's no reason we should be paying Austin Reeves eighteen million right now. No, eighteen million plus right now. There's like, it. She should he have was gotten. Going to, he was going year. to sign a four year. He was going yes. to do it. You can sign it as a non-guaranteed, you dimwit. Yep. And people still think that that Rob is the mastermind behind everything, which is just as incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. But, excuse me. But that's that's kind of like where I'm having the trouble with with adding a big guy, big mm -hmm. a big salary guy. You know. Yes. Like. If it's if it's like for you know Beasley and forty seven and future seconds, like you said, cool, I'm cool with that, you know. And then signing him to the contract, I'm not cool with giving up seventeen for him when he's essentially a one year rental, you know. And it's or, obviously you're assuming that he's going to be signing, but then now he's got leverage on you, and you're going to have to pay him more, and it's just tough. And, and then, if he plays well, you very easily may be forced to pay him four years, like a hundred or something like that. That's something crazy like that. Like mm -hmm. that could happen because he was on that trajectory. Yeah. Uh, at and one if, point, and if that happens, great. But with the new CBA, not so great. No. Yes. So that's that's why I was fighting so much against it in in the DMs earlier with Nas, and I know Nas was more based off of what the market is going to require because. As we said in the first podcast, the currency in the NBA is not salary cap space. The currency yeah. is, is picks. So you need you need to be able to keep those picks. And and a one year of Gary Trent Jr. is not enough. One year of of 
Buddy Heald is not enough for me to say, I'll just take, you know, here's here's Malik and and 17, give me Buddy Heald. No. No, you're, you're going to give me back 26 at minimum and 40, as well. And 40. Yeah, yeah, and 40. Like that's I want I want at minimum two to three picks. And if I'm moving back, I want multiple picks with moving yep. back. You know, 17, like 17 could you could end up with one of the guys that I, I said, or you could end up with multiple guys that you know, like Noah Clowney could rise some for some reason. Nick Smith could rise. Uh Keontae George could go higher. Jet Howard could go to like the Pelicans. You know, I don't, I don't know, you know, stuff like that. Like, I just, I, I understand wanting to get a, a player that'll help now. Don't, don't just throw away assets, you know? So that's, that's just kind of my thing, my tangent on that. Um, Yep. So, so let's say we do trade with the Pacers and that we get 26. Uh, What is guys around that range that we that you that we talked about we like whatever all right I think, so the main I'm, two are colby jones and max lewis i think those are our main two probably i haven't i haven't really watched enough colby jones mm-hmm. um ben shepherd would be a guy that i'm really interested in for example mm-hmm. um he seems like a max lewis type as well he's yeah an inch shorter and a little bit shorter on the wingspan um but pretty good shooter from belmont um, I would also be interested in guys like a city Cisco. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be a, 26 might be a little high for him, um, but really good defender already. Um, Ryan Rupert, as you said, Max Lewis, I'm not really in on Gigi Jackson, mm. um, but those, those are probably my guys. I, I've seen his name, Brandon Podzimski from Santa Clara. Not really. Yeah, I, I think uh, Mike Garcia, I think he's, he's mm-hmm. a big proponent of him. Yeah, I I don't like him in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. He's a good shooter, um, and he's pretty smart. Um, he's small, and I just think he's just gonna get overrun. So, yeah, if, if you got him at forty, you know, or forty-seven, I'm all for it. Yeah, but not in the first. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. Um. I mean, if you wanted, if you wanted to swing for a for a kind of like a, a potential lotto ticket guy, I mean, like a like a, a Julian Phillips potentially that 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 twenty six to thirty range, but um, but that's that's a super upside play because it's super young, super athletic, Tennessee, super uh, super wing. super athletic, but as you said, Tennessee wing, no idea how to play basketball. Yes, yes. So. Just man, what what were the two guys that we just loved? I know Jaden Springer was more of you, but there was there was a wing that they had that we both just loved, and he just continued to stay at Tennessee and continued to stay at Tennessee. Oh yeah, yeah, it's um, oh my it god, just never ever developed. I, I'm completely blanking on his name right now. Um, he had like a big like he had like a like crazy like dreadlock hair. Um. Um, no, that was one of, that was dunks. one of them. Oh, that was one of them, but no, that wasn't, that I, wasn't I remember, there. I remember when I liked Admiral Schofield, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was a bit Admiral Schofield guy at one point. Yeah. I I'm get I his mean, name. Oh, wait, right? was he? And Keon Johnson is right there now in Toronto. Jaden yeah. Springer, uh, Jordan bone, um, Josh Richardson. I forgot that he went to Tennessee. I'm, uh, oh yeah, you're right. He did have dreads. Yves Pons. Yves Pons, yeah. Yves mm-hmm. Pons. I remember that. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. And then they also had, I think it's Scotty Thompson, but maybe he's a little bit older. And I'm thinking a little bit further back. I'm not 100% sure on that one. Um, I'm what looking... do you think about a, uh, like an Amari Bailey? At 40, I would be really happy. Yeah. Um, or, you know, in the mid-30s. Um, I think he's, I think he's a good backup point guard. Um, yes. probably, probably should have stayed in a year. Um, yeah, but I, I like have the this... same thing. He was also a, fi- a five-star recruit. I think he was a top 10. He was a top 10 recruit. Um, yeah, I, excuse me. I'm not, I can't remember the recruitment on him, but, um, he, he definitely would be really interesting in at that 40 pick did, or whatever did, did mikey williams did he go to ucla is that why because i think there was a super high uh, prospect or did mikey williams go to usc 
Because Mikey no. Williams is a super. I know he's a super high prospect. Um, he's next year. I don't even. I don't even know. No, he's from San Diego. He attends San Isidro, but who knows? Oh, he happen. was the one with the gun here. He was, he was supposed to yeah. go to Memphis, I think. Yeah, yeah he was going to go to Memphis. Yeah, he's got that gun charge, though. No idea what's going to happen with that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but no, I, I, I agree. Okay. Let's, let's talk about a little bit more of some of like the players that we would be willing to trade up for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I real, real, top of my real list, quick, yeah, real quick, there's, I just want to, I want to, before we get into that, um, it seems no matter what draft there is football, basketball, baseball, I don't know enough about hockey draft. Um, there always seems to be that one guy that surprisingly starts to slide. Yes. I want to know real quick, who do you think could be the slider? Um, and it'll be someone in, in that like lotto range, probably. Yeah. Um, let me look at him really fast. Um, you know what? As high as I am on him, I can see Grady Dick uh falling because there's some like some athletic freaks uh in this first round, and you know, I, I think the teams that would like someone like Grady Dick would be someone like a Mavericks who I think trade the pick. Um, there's a, there's a lot of chatter around them trading 10 for Boyan Bogdanovich apparently, which is an insane yeah, trade. That's, <laughs> that would be absolutely, they'd have to get more than that. Oh my God. It'd have to be, it has to be Boyan in like, um, where is Boyan? Think, oh, he's, he's in Detroit. Um, yeah. I think they have to get like a second or something with it. <laughs> oh, it, it did have to get, I think, I think Detroit might have another, first if, if i look in there um they but, have two first they have two first in the uh i believe it's in the in the first uh in the lotto or is it the magic no the no it's the magic the magic have two in the yeah, first the yeah, magic yeah. have like what six and then 11 yeah but but anyway i i a maverick who i think would be a good spot for him i think they trade it because i think they're trying to win now now before luca forces his way out my question um, but, is, is what are they trading for who? Yes, they have the 10th overall pick. They don't have a lot else other than that. I know, but it would have to be someone and who... Boy, I'm sorry. I, I, heard, I had to hear all year last year that Boyan is just some damn amazing star. And he's not. <laughs> like, he's not. He's older. I'm not giving up the 10th pick for him. Like, yeah. no way. If you do that, then you need to be fired. Like, that's – you're you're essentially just trading – because I think the proposed is essentially uh, Boyan for Tim Hardaway Jr. or something like that. Like, that is not such, such a significant upgrade that it is worthy of that. You have to get something of value back for that. Like some hmm. sort of. I think I didn't even trying to get Boyan for a long time. The Ma- yeah, the no, I I think so too. But like, damn, there that is just absolutely bonkers. That that would that would be such a bad trade by Dallas that I I can't even imagine it going through. Um, I'm also. I'm, this mock I, I see here has Detroit three. has thirty one. I would man, yeah. I would need thirty one and a pick next year and a pick that like it's it's ten man. Like this isn't yeah. this isn't like you know you're giving up the twenty fifth pick. You know, I I get I get that I am the the low man on Boyan. I get it. It's fine. I, I but like he's he's not worth the tenth overall pick. He's just no. not. Yeah, he's 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 good now, and you have no idea what ten will be. I don't give a damn. There is no way that that equates. And if that equates in your head, then go stick your head in a toilet because, and give yourself a, a swirly, like yeah. just incredibly stupid. Yeah, but like looking at that lotto, like I don't see Grady Dick going to the Magic. He just this does not seem like a, a Magic pick in no, my opinion they need the shooting though that's they kind they of, do they do yeah. but he just doesn't fit their their draft philosophy outside of franz wagner like they've yeah drafted athletic freaks and they have their three of the future and I, I do think grady dick is a three 
um, you know, being he's six eight, I believe, right? Um, Grady Dick, he's more six six with a when he's in shoes, he's six eight, which I mean, they're playing in shoes, obviously, but just kind of how they're then labeled at the uh, at the draft right. and everything. Right, yeah, and I, and I can see them. I think they, they also want a lead ball handler, and I don't think they get that in the. Uh, I, I know this one ha, ha, has them, has them with a, a sort of Thompson right now. Man, if the I Magic took another there. point, an, another point guard though, like that's they have Fultz, they have Cole Anthony, they have Jalen Suggs. Suggs is more of a two. I feel Cole has not been that good, um, and Cole's, Cole's been fine. At, Healthy, Markel Fultz feels like a guy who, who would get traded to a contender and it ends up being like Bruce Brown. That's what he feels like to me. Yeah, I would trade for Markel Fultz. <laughs> I would too. I, would I, I very much, I he would. Was, well. He was pretty solid and then just let Chris Gent finally fix that, that broken jump shot. Um, yeah. but Jalen Suggs, he's just he's a really good defender already. Yeah, borderline all NBA type defense or team defense somewhere on yeah. one of the teams. Um, and then Cole Anthony, I've never been that high on, but you know, like if they're going to, if they're going to get a point guard, like, like I'm thinking like I, a, like a, like a JHS or something or, uh, yeah, or like a case or, in Wallace or something like that, but he's more of a two, I guess, case in, yeah. um, I mean that, but that's just kind of the thing. Like there's, there's no like true other than scoots and like Anthony black, there's not yeah. really any true ones. And Anthony black is, lead ball handler but like he's also going to be there, kind of like there's a lot of lonzo comparisons with anthony black yes. yeah. yeah i think i mentioned that also in the last podcast um yeah so like i i think i think just because they need the shooting it would make some sense for grady dick but i hear by the, <laughs> by the way if grady dick does go to the uh to the magic i need a a backcourt of jalen suggs and grady dick you know why suggs dick you're white. It's fantastic. <laughs> you are you are a dad with no son. Oh, it's man. just it's fantastic. Yes, yeah, Suggs Dick. It I need a, the a hysterical backup. Or uh, hey, I need a team to, to figure out how to get uh, both Anthony Black and uh, and Grady Dick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think can the Jazz do that? I think the Jazz have the chance to do something like that. That would be even more hysterical in Mormon country. Or are there any other any other ones? I'm looking, I'm um, looking now. <laughs> looking looking at guys that could that could drop. I could see lively, lively drop. Lively I could, Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I could see I could see lively drop. I could see Grady Dick drop. I could see um, Bilal drop. Um it, can, it might just be like one so team raw. that's that's crazy high on him, and maybe that team doesn't doesn't go with him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, I I could also see one of Jarris Walker or Taylor Hendricks sliding a bit, maybe not out of the top ten, but not that six seven spot that they kind of seem to have nailed down. Um, yeah, Taylor, Jer- hey, Jarris Walker, Jarris Walker, or Jarris, however you say it, sounds uh, like he his floor is indie. It sounds like it. Yeah, I mean, if he falls past that, I'm definitely. I'm definitely looking a little bit, you know. I'm definitely yeah. looking a little bit. I'm a. I, I really enjoy Walker. I think he would be yeah. a great fit on the Lakers. Honestly, I think he. I'd love to see him next to Anthony Davis. Yeah. Um. All right. So then, really, it's hard to see any other guys other than like the tail end of that top ten, eleven. Um. Man, it's just it really is. Is after you get done talking about the guys of a certain range then it just feels like such a drop-off to me like it's yeah. it's hard continuing to then talk about chris murray who like is good in his own right but also to me feels a lot of times like propped up by like hey look his yeah. brother yeah. was really good yeah. and not to say that like again he's a good basketball player in his own right but like it just kind of feels a little bit like that um i i'm just not a jordan hawkins dude just just yeah and hawkins doesn't have that he doesn't have that sort of upside that like a like a trey murphy had because the the big thing with trey coming out was that his shooting but he's also very athletic and he had a really large wingspan you know he's also six six nine and jordan hawkins is six four like yeah 
Hawkins is not a good defender. He tries. Don't get me wrong. Like I've tried. I have tried to like Jordan Hawkins because I, it's just, I'm sorry. It's the lazy fucking pick. It really is. If, if, if no, no, I see, that, if I see that it, is if the I, lazy, is the lazier one because well, of his, of his because, connection. Yes, yes. But both of them are just such incre- incredibly lazy picks in in mock drafts. Yeah, they're very uninspired, and, and it always kind of always. How that's not how the Lakers draft. operate. No, they yeah. don't. Like they, every time there's always like that. That like, holy crap, they picked him. Kyle Kuzma, who we both dislike, but like Larry Nance Jr. that came out of, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, Larry Nance Jr. Like Josh Hart made sense, but it was still kind of like, huh? Okay. Um, yeah, he was more of just like he was kind of sliding in most everyone's opinion. But like Jordan Hawkins, like he's six four, six seven. He he is a good shooter. I will. I don't think he's an elite shooter. Like I've seen so many people act like he is. He's just. He's not. He's 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 a good. He might be the best movement shooter, which has, you know, an appeal. I get that, but he is not an elite shooter. You know, no, yeah. like, it's, the, it's, the only elite shooter is Grady Dick. He's the only yeah, elite shooter. In like class. I just, I just don't really understand, like, like Jordan Hawkins wants to be Kobe Bufkin. You know, he wants to be able to handle the ball like Kobe Bufkin. He wants to be able to even shoot the ball like Kobe Bufkin. He wishes he could defend the ball like Kobe Bufkin, but he's not. You know, uh, uh, Jordan Hawkins, again, he tr- he he tries to defend. He's not a very good defender. He He's a good but not great shooter. He doesn't he, – he can attack a closeout, but he's not great at it. Like, it's just a yeah. lot of, like, he's fine at, but he's not – good at and it's it's just always when you when you see jordan hawkins or jet howard it's just like well he can shoot like yeah. oh okay but yeah. like can he the, do anything the Lakers else have never gotten just like even like a steve mckay luke he did more than just shoot at kansas you know yeah yeah i he mean like yeah like anthony uh anthony brown back in the day he was a really good shooter at Stanford, but he was also a really good defender. He defended yeah. really well in a short time in the NBA. It just he couldn't get the ball to drop. <laughs> like nope. it just never no, made any sense. So, like, yeah, you need to surround LeBron with shooters. You also need to have some guys that can defend because LeBron James is 38 years old. You know, yeah. like you you need someone that can defend. Grady Dick isn't an amazing defender. He is not. But, but he, he definitely team defense. He's definitely a very yes. solid team defender. It's the on ball stuff, for and, sure. yeah. And but the thing is, is he's also in shoes six eight. Yes, it's it's also kind of the thing of Kyle Corver. Kyle Corver was never a great defender. He was like six seven. Yeah, yeah, he's six seven six eight. So he had size to him. So like <clears throat> at the very minimum, you had to deal with. That. He's just a big person. Um, and then then with Jet. It just as as you said it, again might be the laziest one. It, he he shot really well to begin the year at Michigan. He faltered. I think he got hurt. Um, then he got overshadowed and deservedly so. He can't other than shoot. I just don't really know what else he does. Mm. Um, and if I swear to God, if I have to hear another time about Rob having a relationship with Juwan. And that they've been such good friends forever. And, like, if that is really what overrules, like, say Kobe Bufkin and Jet Howard are both there. And it turns out to be Jet because of the relationship with Juwan. I, I want I want Palinka's head on a pike. Like, I don't care. I don't care at all. Like, if he has overruled them on that. If it comes out, yeah, if it comes out that it was it was kind of like a decision like that, if it, if it's a, like, if the scouts actually like them, then maybe we're missing I something, you know? I don't think that's the case. We've heard that Lively was good. We've heard Buffkin yes. was really good. We've heard yeah. those guys. From, Have for, the Lakers worked out Buffkin, by the way? It was just Lively. They've worked out. No, I believe, worked out. I believe, I'm pretty sure I saw it. Um, I'll, I'll look again. Um, yeah, yeah. but just just in case. Well, I, I guess that th- those are the two names that were uh, that Jovan Buha brought up in his article saying yeah. that it's Lakers trade up. Those are the two names to look out for in Buffkin. Yeah. Hey, I'm cool. That Michigan guy. Hey, Rob, you want to use your Michigan connection? Use it for Kobe Buffkin. Boom. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
the five names that Joe Bond brought up were Kobe Bufkin, Derek Lively, Jet Howard, Nick Smith Jr., and Noah Clowney. Two of those guys are, or three of those guys, I think, are clutch guys. Nick yes, Smith, I'm pretty Smith, sure, is clutch. No, yeah. yeah. Bufkin and Howard are, who would have thought, Michigan guys. And again, like yeah. if 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 the Lakers were to trade back with how he brought up Indiana to to get Buddy Heald and you get 26 and they took, they're like, okay, let's go get Jet. I'm fine with that. I'm happy with that pick. Same with it, like a clowny. It's the only like a clowny yeah. you're into at yeah. yeah, but like anything above or at 17 or anything like that. It's just I'm just yeah, no. I'm I'm not. I just I don't I don't it, get it. It just isn't how the Lakers operate in terms of drafting yes. guys. It Mike might Bres- it might end up being Mike but- Bresnahan said that Kobe Bufkin did work out with the Lakers. So yes, in he fact, did. okay. Um and uh Dan Wilkie um a couple weeks or not even a couple weeks ago, about a week ago, a little over a week ago, had Bufkin to uh the Lakers in a mock draft with other guys. Um but yeah, I just, I, I am, I'm. Oh my word! Of course, I'm watching someone that we both know uh, saying that they like Keontae George above Buffkin. Um, there's a there's a reason why you're made fun of. Um, but you know, like I just though, just with those two, it just is such a a nonchalantness of of apparently just shoehorning. What the it's Lakers the old, should get? Uh, who was that point guard? That um, oh my god, uh, he was like kind of a shorter guy, and uh, he went. I went to a major school. There was one point guard that when the Lakers were at like late twenties in the draft, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, they're they're that's Marcus the guy Green. they dropped." No, not Marcus. No, no, no. It was recently, recently. Oh gosh, um, the, I think I, I remember who you're talking about. Oh my word! I wonder he went to like one of the big a big school. Yeah, and I think and I he, just, he was I continuously got brought up, and I would just get mad over and over and over again. Yeah, I forget who it is, but it's that same sort of thing where it's like, oh well, Lakers are trying to make the playoffs, so get them a, a an old backup point guard and a senior yeah. backup point guard. You know, yeah, it's like, well, that's not what that works. doesn't do anything. <laughs> that's yeah, that's not that's not what 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 works. Over and over again, it continues to show that people just don't pay attention to what the Lakers do. Yeah, did they continuously do the same thing over and over again for the the top, when they had three second round or three second overall picks in a row with the top guy? Yeah, it's also hard to not take top guy. Even though I would say obviously Zoe in hindsight was probably should have been Tatum, um, and that's fair. Yeah. But other than that, I don't I don't really know who who else could possibly um, fit that mold. Um, let's I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to I think it was either the 2020 pick or the 2021. Um, I'm trying to look really fast through through it. Yeah. Uh, the Lakers didn't the Lakers didn't have a oh they technically did in 2021. They took Isaiah Jackson, which was traded for I can't remember what that trade was for. Russ. Um, no, no, no. My bad. Um, not Russ. Um, it might have been. It might have been the Russ. I think. I think it was the Russ trade. Did the the did the Wizards end up trading that pick to? Yeah. To. to that, uh, you know yeah. what? Yeah. Cause I remember. I remember there being reports that the Lakers liked Isaiah Jackson. Yeah. And they yeah, like Bain. And they well, and that's that's also a thing of why Lively makes some sense. They desire a young, athletic big. Lively is kind of the best of like all worlds in terms of you know the clutch connection and he's a big that fills a need in terms of being athletic and there's the upside of being a really good shooter you know so mm-hmm. i'm i i think it was that that 2020 draft it, it might have i mean it could have been anywhere from peyton pritchard who i was just mm-hmm. like absolutely against it was, it was definitely a black guy sheesh what are you trying to say well, uh, Cassius Winston. Oh yeah, Pritchard yes. is the widest, widest of white. It was Cassius Winston. Cassius Winston. Yeah, and yeah. he's. I think he's out of the league. The league. Yeah. 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 He he was never good. It never made any sense, and he didn't go until pick fifty three. And people were like, "It doesn't make any sense." Yeah, he didn't even play last year, and uh, he was not good with Washington when he did play. So um, yeah, like it's just 
going with the lazy pick never is what the Lakers end up doing. And yeah, the last few years, it's been difficult because they've traded a whole bunch of those picks, whether it be for AD or whether it be for Russ, et cetera. But they, they don't generally go with just like, oh, they need this. They're going to take this. You know, yeah. it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make any they, sense. They've they, never drafted for fit. They've no, never drafted for fit. no. Not, like they have them in the style of this, of this scouting department, you know? So. No, like they, they have things that they want, you know, they wanted a floor spacing big. So they got Mo Wagner. And the only other issue was that it could have been Omari Spellman, who both of those picks turned out to be bad. Um, yeah. But like, other than that, they don't typically go that route. They go high end guys. THT out of nowhere, Isak Bonga out of nowhere, you know, it's just like they, Kyle Kuzma out of like nowhere, Larry Nance Jr. out of nowhere. Most of those guys were like, wow, they're like the Lakers took them. They're raw. They need a lot of work. Yeah. You know, Jordan, Jordan yeah. Hawkins is already 21. You know, like Kyle Kuzma was a bit older, Larry Nance was a bit older, but they were also, you know, six nine athletic ball handlers. Jordan Hawkins isn't really a ball handler. Kyle Kuzma, when he was at Utah, was a ball handler. Larry Larry Nance Jr. wasn't necessarily a true ball handler, but like he was athletic as bleep. Yeah. And Jordan Hawkins is not. So like it just doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense with either of those two. It just it's the lazy one. Like I don't I uh, yeah. All right. Real quick, because I know that we're going Should to we do like second round, second rounder guys, our favorite second rounders. Real yeah. Fast? Real, real quick. At the Lakers, stay at seventeen. Who is a pick yes. that you would just be furious about? Howard or Hawkins. That's really it. I think everyone else I can talk myself into. Maybe like a clowny, but like I just don't see them reaching for him at seventeen. I think Bryson's ball is the one that I'm mad at. I get that. He seems to have fallen a lot because of the knee issue, obviously. He also literally has no idea how to defend. It's fair. Which is why I, I don't see the Lakers. He's, I just think the Lakers yeah. want a defender, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I could, like... Or a guy who can at least compete, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, most of the mocks, even, like, when the when the draft order was settled, like, it was it was guys like Ryan Rupert, Max, yep. Max Lewis, you know? Yep. Think guys, guys like that. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think I think Bryce Sinsabaugh is the one that I would get mad at. At forty-seven, I'd be fine at, but he's yeah. he's not going to make it there anyways. So no, he'll um, be at worst a early second rounder. Yeah. So, yeah, but everyone else, I mean, I can talk myself into, I can talk myself into a a Nick Smith Jr., a Keontae George. Like I can talk myself into those guys because can, they yeah. have pedigree. Yeah, I can I can talk yeah. myself into all those guys. Um, all right, real quick. We we had our angry one. What is the? Yeah. They stay at seventeen. The board fell perfectly. You are the most ecstatic about and be obviously realistic. Victor is not falling to seventeen. <laughs> um, it's probably Grady Dick. Uh, I just think he fit, he fits the best need for this team overall. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's like it's Dick or Buffkin, but I think I, I lean Grady Dick because I kind of want to see him and Austin Reeves on a court together. They piss everyone <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> um that would be hysterical. I think I I Buffkin is my number one. Right. He's he is he is the guy that I want right now. Yeah. Um and I will give I'm cheating, I'm giving two more. Mm-hmm. Leonard Miller, I'm I'm ecstatic about. Yes. Um I think he is a young Jared Vanderbilt with off way more offensive potential. Yes. And then the the other one would be Grady Dick, just because of the shooting. So yeah, those those are those cheating. I know those are my three. Um, but yeah, all right. Let's go ahead. Forty seven. <clears throat> now I am not going to say that we need to keep in mind everyone from forty seven on from like uh, Sam Bassini's top one hundred or anyone else's. The second round is just bonkers. There are so many European players that are taken that we are just like That's crazy. Where the fuck did they come from? You know, type of type of stuff. Like I can almost guarantee that. I don't. I don't know. Let me let me pull up a random name. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a, a 
which is a super long guy. Nathan Minsaw from San Diego State, 6'10 with a 7'6 wingspan. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> watch, watch him go in the top 40. You know, like some random dude like that. Or another guy from, from I don't know, Nikos Rogkavalopis from Merck. Merquez Fendi, I don't know. It mm-hmm. looks like a forward from uh, wherever the heck that is. <laughs> that team is. Watch him go in the top forty. You know, so like I'm not, I'm not going to stress about that. Let's say you know forty-seven or even the Lakers package one, a, a a yeah, or they trade back, you know, and get forty, or they use forty-seven and like a future second to move up. You know, so yeah. Well, while we do this, we'll, we'll give our there's our three favorite. Second round prospects right now. Just sort of streamline it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ryan Rupert, first? Mac, Ryan Rupert, Maxwell Lewis, and oh man, I just kind of screwed myself on that one. I was going to say Amari Bailey and James Najee. Those those are I think my my three to four and Jordan Walsh <laughs> five. I'm yeah. Sorry, you That's know fine. it's just it's it's a deep draft. There's so many guys that I think can be role players quickly. You know yeah. that's kind of the thing. Like I. All, all those guys, other than Amari Bailey, who's a backup point guard, all those guys are wings. They're all long. They all can defend and all have an idea of they should be able to shoot some. We'll see about, like, Rupert, but. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, uh, uh, Julian Strother, he's got I've, – I've, I've, I've brought up a lot, I feel. Um, uh, City Soko uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. probably – Oh, who did I, I just had some. Oh, and Colby Jones. Those are probably my three. I think Colby, I've seen him more and more going in the first, but I mean, I could I could see it. Six, five. Oh, like and, and Trace. Trace Jackson Davis, too. I forgot to bring him up. Yeah. He's a he's a smart player, so it would make some sense. Um, right. Yeah. No, I think also a guy to potentially look at is like a Seth Lundy. From Penn State, six four with mm-hmm. a flipping seven foot wingspan, I think it is. Or if it's not, if it's not seven, it's pretty dang well close. Uh, six ten. So I mean, he's a plus six. Um, if if they wanted to go like a a big and like Nanji isn't there, Colin Castleton is raw and all still at the age of twenty three from Florida. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, six uh, six eleven with a seven four wingspan pretty tantalizing um i don't really see i don't really see them taking any european was i mean other than dennis who's been in the nba for a while and mark gasol who was in the nba obviously for a long time i don't know what foreign player the lakers have had with lebron trying to think I feel like those are the um, only two. I I mean, technically, Svi. Was Svi on the team with LeBron? I thought he, he was had drafted. He, he was drafted the year that LeBron year? came. Okay, okay. But, I mean, he was at Kansas. I mean, and also technically Mo Wagner, I think, as well. Yeah, also at Michigan. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. they were still college guys. Yeah, which probably kind of rules out like a Rupert. But I think someone like a Rupert is different. Potentially, I mean, he's a... A big long wing, you could convince someone, you know, <clears throat> 19 years old, 6'6 with a 7'2 wingspan. Pretty ridiculous being a plus eight. I yeah. don't I don't know anyone that is a plus no. eight. I mean, you, Victor, you know who Victor is a plus eight. Gotten, they would have gotten um, oh my god, who was our guy? Um he went to he went to the Houston Rockets. Um the, the who's, wing who's Garuba. Garuba, yeah. They they, that they was, loved that Garuba. was that was actually a um, a name that was brought up um, with uh, uh, with no with um, Alan and myself. I believe we talked about it on the podcast. Um, yeah. I, they don't seem to really like Garuba or know what the hell to do with him. I, I they so, must have gotten rid of the um, our guy um, because Garuba seemed to be one of uh, one of. Um, Oh my god. Um he was literally on our podcast multiple times. Um um draft guide. Cole? Cole, yes. Cole's yeah. yeah. Cole was, was part of that a part of that Rockets uh, Yeah, I mean they, they drafted him. So I mean it could be that he still likes him, but he, they just like they just they haven't also known especially what to do if with they him. get Amen Thompson, they have a lot of wings, man. 
yeah. a lot of wings. Yeah. Um, I I I would trade forty seven and like Shaq Harrison for Uzan yeah. Garuba in a heartbeat. I know that we know the Lakers liked him. We they, know they, they liked him. him. Um, the their young European scout really liked him. Um, Can right. Yeah. Or is it Cam? I can't remember. Um, but you know that he was really in on him. So I I think I think like a trade like that could happen as well. I mean, Kevin mm-hmm. Porter Jr. is also making n- not a huge amount of money. You could look to do like Malik. Uh I don't know. Porter Jr. kinda has a He's a bit of a head case. He's a bit of a head case. He's kind yeah. of locker room cancer, you know. I don't I, I would I was I mean, remember we were both big KPJ guys in the yeah. draft, but he just has some issues. Uh, yeah. And the, that locker room does not seem to be great, and they don't seem to love him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even after him, they have Josh Christopher still. They have Jalen Green. They have um, let me Garuba that like we said. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll probably get Amen Thompson. Um, there's yeah. a lot of wings on that team. They have Jabari Smith. What about Jabari? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, yeah. No, I they might I be looking to consolidate those that they're three, four, two, three, fours, you know, because that's kind of what they all are. Garuba, Jabari, Jalen, they're all kind of three, fours. Well, I mean, Jalen Green is a two. Um, he's a two, but he has the body of like a three. You uh, know? He's six, five with like a six, nine wingspan. He's a two. Um, maybe, maybe a three at times, but like he's mainly a two. Amen is six six with a seven foot wingspan. He's really a guard. He's kind of more of a ball handler. Um, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. He he has some really good uh, court vision, and he he's mm-hmm. a, probably a primary ball handler for that team. He's probably yeah, the main guy. Probably. Um, I I just brought up KPJ because I could see KPJ traded, and then yes. making it kind of like a Malik for KPJ, and just kind of be essentially like this is your last chance before we like we dump you in Siberia. And, yeah. uh, you know, type of thing. Um, like, this is your sink or swim moment, really. You know, you got your money. Now let's see if you can actually do something on the court worthwhile. Um, that's that's kind of just why I, I had brought him up. Garuba, though, would be a guy that I would definitely be interested in because I know he's a good defender already. Um, that, would, just, that would he's be He's surrounded something. by bad defenders and Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah, and, and that's, uh, that's, Josh Christopher and, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think Christopher can be a solid defender. He just – He could be, but it's just, not the best yeah. culture. M- maybe Udoka can help that. Yeah. Uh, you know, outside stuff, you know, the whole the whole Celtic situation. Udoka is a good coach. He yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes to sleep around and, like – that's bad. Yeah. But like in the locker room, that doesn't seem to be the problem. That seems to be more of like a front office thing and a guy's wife. And 